Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Galit Ventura Rosen, who is a sales success expert. And her website is galitventurarosen.com. Really excited to speak with her today. She has a lot of incredible things in store and a lot of incredible things to share. So without further ado, Galit, welcome to the show. Welcome. Oh my gosh. It's so nice to meet you, Jen, even though it's virtually. And thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just life nowadays, right? We just meet everyone virtually and um, I I like it. I think it's, I think, I think this whole virtual world has really kind of uh, flattened the curve in a sense to have all of us really connect with each other, you know, and I don't know. I like it. What do you think? Do you like it? (laughs) It gives me the opportunity to have so many great things like meeting women from all over the world and also having the flexibility and the freedom to live the life that I want. So I love this. I've been doing this for years before anybody else, before it was a thing, I guess we should say. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have a very uh, impressive background. First and foremost, um, I have here in my notes that you've been an entrepreneur since you're 21, 22 years old. Uh, What was that like? Like, How did you even stumble into entrepreneurship and kind of knew that this was a space you wanted to be in? Or did you even know? (laughs) It's funny. I always make the joke. I've been doing it for 25 years since I was 12 (laughs) when people don't say the name and then everyone laughs a little bit. I will share that when I was going to school, getting my first degree in business, Mm -hmm. I was looking for what I really wanted to do. And I knew it was in business and Mm. everybody else in college or most people were interviewing, doing internships, trying to figure out where they wanted to work. And none of that excited me. Mm. And so that really was the beginning of me saying, okay, what can I do and be my own boss? And that's how I started in commercial real estate, because I said, gosh, I can build my own company and be my own boss, which just sounded exciting at the time. At times, I'm going to tell you it's not so exciting, but it did at the time. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, very often when people go into entrepreneurship, there's always kind of this this different school of thought of like, oh, you should go to school or you should not go to school. You know, some people start businesses and not having ever gotten a degree. But tell me, like, I know that you definitely um, applied what you learned into uh, what you did in commercial real estate. So tell us a little bit more about that and how important it was for you to have those degrees. Absolutely. So while I was still in school, I went and I got my real estate license, which is a different type of education. Mm -hmm. And once I got that, I knew that within two years of getting my license, because I had a degree in business, I could go ahead and open my own office. Mm. You have to have a certain criteria to do that. And at that point, I said to myself, wow, what is it I really want to do? And I love the business aspect of commercial real estate. It's all about the numbers. It's Mm -hmm. all a business decision. There isn't a lot of emotion involved in it, like in residential where you're buying a home and it's this huge thing that you're doing in your life. Mm -hmm. So for me, the business aspect, working with business people that were making business decisions was absolutely what attracted me to this area and to Mm -hmm. this field. Yeah, I think there definitely takes a a different kind of personality to work in commercial real estate versus residential. Uh, What have you found to be the most different? Is it kind of maybe the the demographic, like families versus business owners? 
Yes, that for sure. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with business people that have a certain amount of money that they want to invest based on a specific return or what they're looking to get back. Mm -hmm. And so it's just really logical. And I love that about it. I also love that I get to help people figure out what they want out of their investment and be a part of that. And being someone that's done it for so long, Mm -hmm. it's just been really fun for me because I started out selling million dollar properties. Now I'm selling 50, 100, 300 million dollar properties. Wow. So you gain that expertise and it's really similar, but you have a lef- enough experience now where you can get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Wow. And uh, that's a long time. Uh, t- 25 years is a long time to be in an industry. So I just want to say congratulations to you and uh, just kind of your perseverance and being in that space for like a quarter of a century. <laughs> The most fun for me is that when I started 25 years ago, it was more of a male dominated industry and yeah. it really wasn't a path that was laid out so specifically for women. So I yeah. made it a goal that I wanted to show as many women how to get into the field as well. And over the years, I've had the opportunity to mentor and bring in people into my office that have never done commercial real estate that are women and men. Yeah. And then them. And now I kind of have a community of people that have worked for me or worked with me that are successful that I kind of get to watch like a proud mom. Yeah. I love it. You have like all these little children that are, (laughs) that are graduating (laughs) through your coaching. Well, let's talk a little bit about that because you've transitioned or, or, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you added, you became a coach. And so you are, you become a corporate trainer, a professional speaker and an executive level coach for people that are looking to take their businesses from six to seven figures. And, um, you know, offline, we were talking a little bit about how primarily it was with men, but then more women started to reach out to you. So tell us about that. Yes. About five years ago, I felt really called and it's really the right word to use. I felt Mm. called to show women how it was possible to live with financial freedom and limitless possibilities. And those Mm. are two of my favorite things to say, because I think that they're so powerful for people to hear. And I felt like there were not enough mentors that were women out there showing people other women how to do it. So yes, I do have male clients, but my focus is truly the fact that we're dealing with a statistic that's based on the National Association of Women Business Owners, that only 4.2% of women-owned businesses are making a million dollars or more. And I just feel in my gut that needs to change. And I know what it's like to be successful. I know how to sell to be successful and how to build a business. And I'm one of those people that doesn't believe I should leave this earth with my secrets. Mm. I believe I should share them with as many people as I can. And that's kind of what drove me to go there. Yeah. I think that is uh, incredibly uh, astounding. Um, You have a a specific approach to helping um, your clients uh, be successful in business. You kind of like, you describe it as logical steps. Can you tell us about that? Yes. I think that the way my brain works, I'm definitely a left and a right brain person, depending Mm. on what I'm working on, if it's creative things or logical, but I'm one of those people that likes to know, okay, what do I have to do first? What do I have to do second? Mm. And one of the things that I've created is something called the sales success method, Mm -hmm. because no matter what business you're in, no matter what job you're in, sales is the bottom line of the profit in that company or in your own business. Mm -hmm. And what I've done is I've created a method with some simplistic steps 
to start with. Of course, there's a lot more in depth that my clients go through when they work with me privately, but I want to make sure I share that with as many people as possible. And it's based on, I'll, if it's okay, Jen, I'll mention the steps real quick. Yeah, please. And if you want to go in depth, just let me know. Mm-hmm. So usually when somebody thinks of sales, at least me, I'm going to age myself. <laughs> I think of that 80 sales salesman on TV trying to sell you a car. Mm-hmm. It's so funny when people hear sales, but sales is the key to success in, in most of what we do. So mm-hmm. the first thing that I share with people is you've got to adopt a sales success mindset mm-hmm. because so many people are fearful of it or don't even know where to start. Yeah. And that could be something as simplistic as being confident within yourself, being confident in the product or the service that you sell and recognizing that when you have the confidence, as well as the knowledge, as well as the experience, because you want to do that as well, right. education, whatever it might be for you, you now are ready to start down the path to be selling in your business or in your company. So that's mm-hmm. one of the first steps. And then the other two are, you've got to be an effective communicator. Mm-hmm. And you've got to build relationships. You've got mm. to stop trying to be salesy when people don't even know who you are or what you're about. So yeah. that's a few of the steps. And of course, there's a lot more detail to each one. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I love just the foundation you want to build first and foremost, which is to have that sales success mindset. Um, I also like the three things you mentioned is to be confident within yourself, be confident in your product and also have the experience. Cause I think part of building that confidence is actually <laughs> going out there and, and selling it right. And putting yourself out there with, with confidence that you believe in this product. Yes. And I always say that if you're passionate about a pen and I'll pick up a pen in my speaking events and be like, if you're passionate about this pen, and this is like the best pen that has ever been made and you're charging $3,000 for it, people will pay for that pen, but you've got to be passionate. You've got to have the confidence. You've got to have the knowledge. I'm not going to get on your podcast and speak about taking a car apart and putting it back together. (laughs) I don't know the first thing about that. Right. But if I'm talking about what I do know, which you can hear in my voice, I'm very passionate about it and very confident about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know that is a pride point for you to be very passionate about what you do. And, you know, sometimes I feel like that word gets thrown around. Um, You know, you got to be passionate. You got to do this. Can you let us know maybe in more detail what it means to actually be passionate about what you do? I I love that word. I Mm -hmm. know it gets thrown around a lot, but I think it's such a wonderful word to use when mm-hmm. you're trying to figure out what you want to do that you love in your life. Yeah. So passion is about the fact that I have to make myself get off the computer at a certain time every day because mm. I love what I do so much. I have to make myself not get on the second I wake up in the morning that I'm so passionate about it that I could speak about it until I'm blue in the face, <laughs> share with people, teach them, want to watch people succeed all day long in the methods that I have. That's what passion means to me. But more than anything, it's doing something that you love. Yeah. You love what you do. Are you excited about it? Yes, we're human. Jen and I were just talking about this offline. I'm ready to take half a day off today. And I'm excited about the weekend. But I love what I do. And I'm always ready to get back to it and excited to get back to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you for elaborating on that. I think that um, having your own personal story tied to why you're passionate is really important. And I think it gives, it helps listeners uh, get an idea of how they too, you know, could be impact, uh, be passionate. And so um, that's why I kind of want to dig into, I was like, oh, there has to be more, there has to be a deeper reason, you know, that's more than just saying you got to be passionate. (laughs) 
Um, I also like the the second step of being an effective communicator. Uh, I think that I think sometimes I don't know. I, I I'm trying to think about like what how I want to talk about this, but um, I think we take for granted the power of our words. Um, and if we can actually improve on it, you know, not only is it good for for us, but it's good for the way that we connect with people and the way that we do business with people. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I will tell you that we have been given words to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. At times, people say this all the time, I can't find the right words, which I think really happens a lot. Yeah. But we have the power to hurt with our words. We have the power mm-hmm. to love. We have the power to succeed. We have the power to inspire and motivate or bring somebody down. Yeah. And we don't always understand the power of our words. Yeah. And one things that's directly related to sales success, because that's what we're talking about, mm-hmm. is the fact that we do more speaking than listening. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's listening or watching today needs to recognize that you can use this in your personal life, in your business, in your career, in your profession. Being a parent, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We make way too many assumptions. We don't listen. We hear what we think we hear instead yeah. of hearing what the other person is saying. So when you stop and you do more listening, everything changes, Jen, everything. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I've experienced this my entire life. And I listen way more than I speak now. Mm-hmm. And I have learned so much about people, the way they feel, the way they understand, the way they love, the way they think. There's so much that you can do there with that. Yeah. And when you do, that builds even better relationships, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's powerful. This is the key to success. Mm-hmm. The connections that you make when somebody speaks to you and you really care about what their end goal is, what the result is that they want to achieve from that product or service you're selling, just kind of directly relating it to sales again. Yeah. You recognize it doesn't matter at that point. It's like, okay, great. What is it that you want to do? What is it that you want me to buy? People are asking for it at the end because I'm listening to their goals. But it also relates to the other side of it, Jen. Many Mm -hmm. times I won't even make an offer to someone or tell them how much it costs to work with me because it's not going to benefit them. But they appreciate me better for that. Yeah. They say, oh, great. I'm not ready. No, you're not ready. Let's talk in a few months when you are. I love that. I love that. It's kind of knowing it, it's not just trying to make a sale. It's like, Hey, I don't think you're ready. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about this a couple months later. Yeah. We've all been there with those messages we get through social media three mm-hmm. seconds after they connect with you, they're trying to sell you something. And I don't know them from left to right. Why right. not talk to the person, get to know them. Love yeah. Their needs are, it's so much easier to go ahead and sell something once you do. Yeah. I mean, whenever I get those kind of messages, I wonder if it would make sense to jump on a phone call with them. Like, have you ever decided to do that? Or um, are you maybe, for me, sometimes I I wonder like, oh, is it even worth like, you know, kind of having that person slow down and say, hey, hey, before you sell me, let's, let's have a conversation. What are your thoughts on that? When people would like, let's say, connect with you for the first time and then immediately slap you with an offer. Do you reach out to them? Like, what do you do with those contacts? Well, I'm first of all, way more polite than most people. Most people (laughs) ignore or respond back. You don't even know what you're talking about or why are you making mm. assumptions? So because I yeah. come from a place that I want to help people, I'm polite and mm. I will respond back to the questions that they ask. They're making all these assumptions. Yeah. And I don't usually jump on a call with everyone because you can only imagine how many of those I get a day, Jen. But if it's something that they're actually trying to get to know me and asking me what I need, yeah. then I'm 
the effort to say, please email me more information about your program or your service, and I will take a look at it. And I wholeheartedly respond. Yeah. The time when I respond back and I say, I don't need to be shown right now how to have another income stream. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're rude. I'm like, okay, moving on. Yeah. I think that each person has to decide the best way to respond. What I want more than anything is the people that are sending those messages to change the way that they're sending them. Yeah. (laughs) That's what's going to help them. Right. You know, now that I think about it, it is very assumptive if you just try to slap a sale on someone like you're assuming something. And and I think now that I think about it, I think that's why I get offended when like someone adds me for the first time and then sends me paragraphs upon paragraphs of what they're trying to sell. And I'm like, who are you? Like, what do you, who do you think I am? You know? So I, this has given me a different perspective. So thank you for, for bringing that up. Cause I was like, yeah, that's why I get offended because they're assuming something about me. So much, And yeah. they're assuming that we've been, uh, we need more income streams. We need help with lead generation. I'm just making some examples yeah. up. And I think instead, if they just took a minute to read my profile, <laughs> they'd be like, wait, oh, I better not sell her these type of things. This is not what she's looking for. Yeah. And, oh my gosh. I have people assuming that I'm in industries I'm not even in. Look at the profile, learn <laughs> about the person or just ask. Yeah. What if that someone said, hi, hi, Jen. I was wondering, yeah. are you at all in any kind of lead generation right now? What a nice way to ask a question instead of sending those paragraphs and paragraphs. And I want to change the conversation. One of the things, aside from showing women how to get to a million dollars or more in their business, because I'm so passionate about that, Mm -hmm. I'm teaching those women how to change the conversation. Yeah. Those that don't work with me personally are reading my posts, especially on LinkedIn and seeing that there's videos that I'm making. Anybody can learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sharing these things because I want that conversation to change. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk. I want to dive in a little deeper in regards to changing the conversation. Give us a case study, an example. You don't have to name drop or anything, but of a client where you helped them change that conversation and they were just like, wow, I, I can't believe it, Galit. Like you changed my life because you helped me change the conversation. Do you have a story like that? Absolutely. I have many stories. Mm -hmm. I have a client recently that hired me for uh, right after 2021, I was bombarded with some private clients that hired me and they were losing money in their business. And I sat with them and we talked, of Mm -hmm. course, through video for right now. Mm -hmm. And I said, let's go ahead and evaluate where your business is today. Because it's not just about starting it. It's also about going to the next level. Yeah. And we talked about the systems that were in place. And one of them was sales, but it wasn't just sales because mm-hmm. I work with my clients on all aspects of their business. It was the systems. Mm. It was the amount of time they were spending with the clients. It was not vetting the clients before they actually met with them. Mm. There were so many pieces. And within two weeks of sitting down with me and talking to me, I got an email that said, I just increased my productivity by $14,000 in two weeks. Wow. And the way that they did that was, they stepped away from the emotion associated with the business not doing well, prof- not profiting, mm. and recognizing that they had to look at it piece by piece and analyze it from the perspective that I did. And once those systems were put in place, things like evaluation forms for the customers after the fact, or intake forms, or the conversation being instead of 45 minutes with the potential client, 15, Mm. there were so many simplistic things and listening to the client and asking what they want instead of assuming and just slapping down, 
all of these things that they could purchase from from my client. And those just few different changes were, wow, I have to tell you what just happened. And that was really exciting. So that's probably the most recent example. This is just in the last few months. Yeah. This is one of many, I imagine that, you know, gives you that like, oh, this is why I do what I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Galit, I feel like we have only scratched the surface here, but I think this uh, is a good teaser for people to, you know, reach out to you after our conversation. Uh, but let me know. I want to make sure I covered all my bases here. Is there anything else you want our listeners to know about you um, or the work that you do as a sales success expert? I would just say to anybody that is intrigued by this conversation that my two favorite phrases are limitless possibilities and financial freedom. Mm. And I think that if you look within yourself and you believe that you deserve that, because you got to believe it, find the how, because a lot of people Mm. don't do it because they don't know how. Find the how, if it's education, mentors, programs, I don't care, YouTube, whatever. (laughs) And recognize that you're not any different than anybody else that's reaching that million dollar threshold. It's Mm -hmm. just a matter of some action steps and surrounding yourself with the right people that will show you how. Wow. Ooh, I don't, I don't know how to follow up with that other than say, thank you. Thank you for wrapping up on such an optimistic note. Um, your passion really shows in the way that you speak and the way that you carry yourself. So Galit, I want to thank you so much again for your valuable time and for joining us here on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Galit Ventura Rosen. She is a sales success expert and you can learn more about her and her good work at galitventurarosen.com. Thank you all so much for joining us and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.